This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best-selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company, Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca. Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it. My name is Corliss, and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent and my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life, and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 061, the number one key to success in any area of your life with Monica Hawkins. When I became a regional vice president with my company many years ago, I was given an opportunity to name my team, almost like naming your baby at birth. I had struggled with what that name should be, knowing it needed to represent who we were in the company and what we stood for. In my search for meaning and what that name should be, I thought of the wise words of Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I ended up naming our region Excellence because it aligns with who I am as a person and as a leader. We are what we repeatedly do and how we show up for life is up to us and doing our best consistently is excellence. It is something that we can all commit to, not to be better than, not for accolades or recognition, but for living and leading life full out and challenging ourselves to the level that we are capable of. This is what we're talking about in this episode, the things we do consistently and how they will lead you to the outcome that you wish for. You have excellence in you and with consistency, you will achieve success. I know it. And by the end of this episode, you will too. We're going to give you the steps to begin and the inspiration to keep going. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends when you enjoy it. So today you are going to share a very special conversation between me and my friend, Monica. Welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you, Corliss. I'm really happy to be here. Well, I am personally excited about this one, especially because of the topic that we're talking about. So many people feel, you know, they want to feel successful and sometimes it just feels like it's really far away or that they're way off track. But this one key is the answer to turning it all around. And of course, the key that we're talking about is consistency. So let's start with why. Why is consistency a key to success? 
Consistency is a key to success. It helps with balance. When the world is going up and down and all around, having a consistency keeps us focused to our goals. Oh, I like that. It's kind of like, um, it reminds me of that story of the turtle and the hare, <laughs> where the the hare takes, you know, is like taking breaks and is, you know, whereas the, the turtle is like really slow and steady. I can't remember exactly how that story goes, but I think we all know it from, you know, storybooks and things that we've heard over time, that it's really true. It's like, if you're just you know, consistent, even if it's slowly, you're going to be making progress to the end result and you'll end up winning, right? Exactly. Slow and steady wins the race. However, consistency, same practices, like walking slowly at a certain speed is what the tortoise did. Mm -hmm. So does this apply to every area of your life or are we just talking a certain area here? For me, it has to be every area so that for instance, I'll just use weight or losing weight or something like that. I've been at a couple of weddings lately and I haven't been eating consistently my my salads, my the foods that I eat. And so I put on a couple of pounds and so I'm going to go back to what I was doing and that's going to be gone, you know, so I don't have to worry about it because it's all about consistency. And if you step off the track, just jump back onto the consistency train. Mm-hmm. Well, those are really habits. Consistency would probably be synonymous with habits because habits are the things that we do every day that eventually bring us results. So becoming consistent with the, the healthy habit of how you live your life in all aspects. So did you learn this lesson the hard way? Is this something that, you know, you've had to go through pain or suffering or failure or whatever other words you want to call it that you had to kind of bring yourself back to realize that this is a really big part of success in my life and business and just overall? Yes, actually it is. I did learn it the hard way. Things don't just come to people. People need to take steps in order to get it. Talking about uh, business goals, if you want to say you're in sales, if you want to get, meet people, have great sales, you have to start somewhere, be consistent with conversations that you have, be consistent with follow-ups. There's so many things that you need to be consistent to create a foundation so that you have something solid to work with. And then the consistency is just part of your, your day-to-day Hmm. Well, and see, I think in today's world, people want instant results and we want instant gratification. We want to feel better instantly. We want to feel successful instantly. And that's where we end up riding that roller coaster of like doing the things that we need to do. And we're on the track and then we kind of slack off and we fall down into the valley and then we've got to pick ourselves back up. And it becomes this emotional roller coaster when really what we're trying to do is just, you know, become consistent in our behaviors you know, right across. So how can we stay the course of consistency so that we're not riding that, that roller coaster? So many people look for instant gratification and that I feel creates the roller coaster of up and down and all around. It's great to have things when they just work. And what I've found over the years that in order for the things that we want to work, their steps of the consistency of doing the same things every day. For instance, 
getting up at the same time every day, whether it's the weekend or whether it's the weekday, get your body used to, you know, this is the way that I start the day. These are the things that I'm going to do. And then pretty soon the consistency just happens. You don't have to maybe look at steps that you've written to help you create the consistency. And again, that helps create a strong foundation for any walks of life we choose. Mm -hmm. So what I'm really hearing here is like a routine and decided habits. So decision, it's actually up to us. So I often talk about leading your life and habits are really a big part of that because if you make a decision about these are the things that are healthy for me, healthy for my lifestyle, they keep me consistently moving in the direction that I want to go. And you make those decisions like, you know, a morning routine and, you know, decisions about where you put your time, where you put your focus, what things move the needle that you have to show up to do each day. If you make those decisions ahead of time and you do them consistently, then ultimately you're going to end up winning the race, so to speak. Yes, exactly. I agree with that so much. And I have discovered that. And how I did was even looking back at January to the end of May, seeing where I was in January, because I promise myself I'm going to, you know, focus on the things that are important to me. And I see how far ahead of the game I am because I have been consistent. And part of that too, Corliss, is to know what we want, to set realistic goals for ourselves, not because somebody has something and we want to be like them, compare ourselves to ourselves to get to where we need to get to. Hmm. Yeah. So those are kind of the steps really that you're talking about. So let's go back to why goals are important. So you've mentioned goals a couple of times here. Why are goals important in the first place? Why, why do we begin there? I really feel we begin there because what do we want? What do we want at the end of the day? What do we want at the end of an hour? What do we want to accomplish in our lives heart, mind, body, soul. So I'll start with with health. Health is very important to me. So what do we want with health? What are our limitations? What are things that work well for us? And start there at the beginning. So you you have a health journey. So you've referenced health a couple of times here. So let's um, let, let's hear that story. You know, you've gone through something quite significant with your health, which is probably why it's become so important to you to focus on that now. Do you want to share share a bit of that story with us? Sure, I, I will, because it, it may resonate with some of our listeners, and that's, you know, what it's all about. Um, when I was 18, I shockingly discovered that I had a brain tumor, and it was benign, and it was removed, and everything was well, and I didn't think anything about it, move on 40 years later, and the tumor, although benign, grew back. And so at the age of 57, I had to have it removed again. And I realized that I have some limitations. Now, I used to go to the gym and lift weights. I love deadlifts and lifts. Like I just didn't really enjoy doing that. And now because of balance issues, I'm not able to as much as I can. However, there are still things that I can do to give me the 
feels that I need for my physical health. And then also walking helps with my balance. Having conversations like this is great for mental health. Eating well, you know, staying away from sugars. There's there's all sorts of, of, of different things for me that I'm doing for my health because I want to be proactive. I want to live my best life now and tomorrow. So doing these things now set me up for being healthier instead of I'll deal with it when it happens, like a lot of people that I know have the mindset of. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting because we never spoke about this before we got online here, but it's like instead of being reactive to things that happen in your life, you're being proactive by making decisions now, showing up consistently with them, doing the things that you know should contribute to your well-being. And that's kind of the pinnacle of leading your life, really. Like that is like exactly the message that I would love everyone to get is that you actually have options instead of, you know, just reacting when, you know, shit goes down around you, you instead can say, you know what, these are the choices that I can make now. And I'm going to step into those consistently to take care of myself so that, you know, I end up where I want to go. But on the other hand, I mean, bottom line is, is we don't control everything in life. Things could still happen. But the bottom line is, is that you have an opportunity here to make those choices ahead of time, which is what it sounds like you're doing. Exactly. And I love that word choice. I can choose to, you know, not live my best life, or I can choose to to do things. Maybe the hike isn't as strenuous as I used to do it before, but I can still hike and get out into nature. Nature fills my heart and soul. And I really enjoy that. So a choice is not this or this it's multiple things and different variances of them. And it can be different every day, as long as it's the consistent, you know, for instance, a walk, maybe go for a walk in the neighborhood maybe jump in the car and go to a park, maybe jump in the car and see where that leads and walk. You know, there's so many different choices to perhaps one choice, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it makes sense. I actually think I want you to talk a little bit more. So let's, let's imagine that somebody is listening right now and they're like, yes, I know I need to become more consistent and I need, you know, healthier habits and I got to do the things that I know to do, but I haven't been doing them. What would you say to that person? I would say start small, but push yourself a little bit. Going back to the walking, if Walk for, set your timer and walk for three minutes. Don't walk further than three minutes. Stop at three minutes. Your body may want to do more. Your body may not, but you will see after, wow, I walked three minutes. That is a huge accomplishment. And then the next day, walk a little bit more and then come back. Little, little bits, little consistent bits and moving more, creating more will help you see what you can do, will help you realize that I didn't think I can do it, but you know, I really can. And that gives you the adrenaline. It gives you the good feels to know you're doing something for yourself that you maybe didn't even think of before. And you may like it. You may like walking. 
whereas you didn't think you before because you didn't understand it. That's how I feel. That's, you know, the things that I'm doing. I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm house sitting. I'm watching my friend's dog and I take him out for walks every morning and I actually love it. And I didn't know that I would, but I did it and I love it. So, you know, and, and getting up, he knows 7.30 and then at about noon and about 3.30. So he's learning consistency as well and enjoying it. Hmm, that's awesome. So I'd like to share just a little bit here in in regards to what I've learned about consistency and how it's applied to every aspect of my life. Because when I'm consistent in whatever area, I always end up feeling very accomplished. I always feel very proud of myself. And I always get results. I really truly do. I was actually sitting here thinking about is there a time that I was, you know, showing up consistently, repeatedly, and it didn't work. And I can honestly say I can't think of one time that that didn't happen. So whatever it is, so for the the listeners in the room, whatever area of your life that you're looking to improve, what I want to highly recommend that you do is to become consistent, like put your head into it, put your heart into it, make a solid decision and show up for yourself. And for whatever that outcome is that you're looking for. So I'll just give you an example in growing my direct sales business as an example. The times that I wasn't feeling successful or didn't reach my goals was because, number one, I didn't either either have a goal or, number two, that I didn't show up consistently for it. So if I was, uh, you know, trying to overcome, say I was trying to achieve a goal of earning an incentive trip, just as an example, In all those years that I earned trips, which was like 25 years consistently, I earned a trip every single year for this beautiful vacation. And what and what I the activities that I had to do to get there were things like making cold calls, because at that time it wasn't social media driven. It was very much um, making phone calls and making personal connections. And I was so afraid of the phone. But I'll tell you. I got over my fear of the phone and got results when I would dedicate one hour a day to actually speaking to new clients. I would make phone calls. I called it my power hour and I would do it every day. And I'll tell you, by the end of a few weeks, it was crazy because I wasn't even scared of it anymore. It was like, yep, I'm just going to pick up the phone for an hour and I would talk and talk and reach out to people and reach out to people. And I ended up getting, you know, the end result that I was looking for. But the bonus was I even overcame my fear. And on the personal side of things, when I am consistent with my morning routine, so everybody, I highly recommend that you have a, a morning routine, whatever it is for you, like Monica's saying about being consistent, but choose something that works for you. So when I get up and I give myself one hour, I actually give myself an entire hour that is just for me in the morning before the rest of the world wakes up where I can do the stuff that fills me up. So journaling, reading, listening to something inspirational, going for a walk, exercising, all those things that kind of build me up. I like to review my affirmations consistently, review my goals. So I use that time to set for myself. And when I do that consistently, I am able to show up better in my life for the rest of the day. So that's a consistency that works for me personally. On another note, the hugest one that has actually made the biggest difference for me over the last few years is consistently doing things that grow me. So I've made a commitment that no matter what, every three months, 
I take a course, I go to an event, I do something to immerse myself in continuous learning to grow me. Because in my world and my goals, I never want to just stay status quo. I want to challenge myself. I want to learn more. I want to become more so that I have more to share. Knowledge and learning has become a huge part of that. So I've continued making this commitment consistently to show up for personal growth and development, something that grows me. And it has made all the difference in my life, all of it. It's so incredible to learn who you really are and to learn who you are yet to be. And it just excites the heck out of me. I hope you can see my smile or hear my smile because it is just, it lights me up even thinking about it. I can't wait till the next thing I'm going to learn. So that's just a little, you know, back insight in my own life and why this topic is so, I'm so passionate about it. And I kind of want to endorse everything that Monica is saying because it's so true because it's applied to my own life. I know it to be truth. I love that Corliss. And I remember you in a direct sales that we were in together. We didn't know each other personally, but I, I saw you were always in the top 10. You were always, and that showed me consistency. You didn't just get there. You got there exactly by doing the things that take you there. And I love that power hour. I do those daily. It's an hour of focused work on my business. And I've noticed that by doing that, I feel accomplished at the end. And if it feels good doing this, you want to do it more. You want to continue to do it. And the excuses that perhaps used to come up don't come up anymore. I genuinely look forward to this. Personal development is huge. I love your podcasts. I've been listening to them for a while now, and they're very inspiring there there's different conversations with each of them of course and it's wonderful hearing insights from different people you know there's we all think the same way that's the way we think and it's also good to in my opinion to hear different views of things that we perhaps want to know more about or are stuck and oh maybe if i do this i can accomplish that Learning is power, I feel. Mm, We're completely aligned. Corliss, I don't know if you know this, but it's really, I'm so happy that we have had this podcast together. When we were in the direct sales company, I always watched you. You always inspired me. I wanted to be like you. I looked for your name every time I saw the top 10 and you were there. And then I don't remember which conference it was. I think it was in Toronto and I met you and you were exactly how I imagined you to be. You took the time to say hello and it just meant a lot to me. So thank you. You're one of the people in my life that I remember and that I like to aspire to be like using my own personality. So thank you so much, Carlos. You are a jewel. Oh, wow. Thank you for that, Monica. That actually really, really touches my heart. And I too, I'm very grateful for you and for our friendship that we've developed over the years and, and your heartfelt words really mean a lot to me. So thank you for that. I like to be a a role model and lead by example and your words tell me that I am. So thank you for that. It's kind of cool how it's come full circle. 
You are welcome. And, and it's good to know. Sometimes we don't know what we're doing, but you definitely are living your dream and inspiring along the way. Oh, thank you. It is said you become like the people you spend time with. I think this is true and therefore you should choose carefully. I know in my own life things change dramatically for the better when I got myself in an environment with people who are inspired and excited about life. If you're looking to change things up and connect with people who will help you become your best, join the Corliss Co. community as a monthly member. It's a great way to stay focused forward. Join us today at corliss.ca. So I've been kind of, you know, writing some notes here and just thinking if I could, you know, write down everything that you're saying and all of the key points to kind of summarize it into like steps, here's, here's what I've got, you know, and you can tell us if you think that there's anything that's kind of missing here. So for the listener, the first thing is, is to really identify what your goals are. So what is your goal? Like Monica said, what do I want? What is it I really want here? And whatever those goals are, whether it's, you know, personal or professional, whatever that goal is, get your sights on that because you can, you can't end up at a destination that you haven't identified. So first figure out what it is that you want. So whether it be in your, an area of your health, whether it be in your personal well-being, whether it be in, you know, your business whether it be in your relationships with family, whatever it is, figure, figure out what your goal is. So that's, would that be step one, Monica? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. And then the next one is, is build in, um, no, make decisions. So making decisions about the habits that you're going to do consistently. So now that you know your goal and you know what it is that you're really wanting to walk towards, what are the things that you need to do do is the key word there that you are going to do consistently that will end up getting you closer to that. So making progress towards that. Would that be number two? Yes. Being fluid, being focused with, with what you want and, and having the standards where I'm not going to put my head down on my pillow at the end of the night. If I don't do this, this, and this have your, you know, the, the things that you will not give up doing. Mm -hmm. It's like a very decisive approach to it. So it becomes non-negotiable. You know, I was doing some coaching with uh, a group the other day and, and uh, we were talking about goals and, you know, how important goals are. And so I had them set their goals. So we, I walked them through the process of goal setting, which I do, which we're not doing in this podcast. But anyway, I do that whole process of goal setting with them. And we got we got to the, the question that I asked all of them. And I said, okay, how negotiable is this that you're going to achieve it? And they were like, what? And I said, okay, is this non-negotiable? Are you achieving this goal? And you could kind of see that there was like, I'm not sure, you know, really what you mean. So I explained it to them this way. So we all know when the bank says that it is open from nine to four, you're not going to go there a minute early and the doors are going to be open and you're not going to stay a minute late. It is non-negotiable. That is for sure going to happen. We can all count on nine to four. See, I think when people set personal goals or make decisions about what they want in their life, a lot of times it's like, well, you know, it's kind of negotiable because 
something else can interrupt it, something can derail them, they can, you know, get pulled in another direction, and it becomes negotiable. What we're suggesting here is that you get so decisive about your goals that this is the top priority. It is non-negotiable, just like the bank is going to open at nine o'clock and it's going to close at four o'clock, that this goal and this routine that you set for yourself that walks you towards your goal is non-negotiable. This is the kind of stuff we're talking about with consistency so that you show up. So on the flip side of that, just imagine that someone that works at the bank, the manager that's supposed to open it at nine and close it at four, didn't show up for work one day. What do you think would happen? It would, what the heck? Nobody maybe would know what to do. (laughs) Right. And chances are the manager would either lose his job or he'd certainly be disciplined, right? Like you just can't do that. So we need to show up just like the manager for those goals and for the non-negotiation of the steps that get us there consistently. I love that non-negotiable. That's the word that I, the two words I was looking for. Interestingly, I'm in a group chat and we were talking about goals that we we all have the same goals that we're accomplishing. One person said, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. So I don't know when I'm going to be MIA during this part. And to me, that was excuses, which I've done before lots of times. And the other person said, I have a really busy day, but I'm going to work in pockets of time in order to make my hour. I'm going to do 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, 15 minutes here. And I find writing it in a calendar, setting a timer. So there really are no excuses to do this. Because if you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. So why not do something different to achieve what you want? Mm-hmm. I love it. Excuses. Excuses are um, do the opposite of empowerment. So just don't make excuses. Take full responsibility for your life and the results that you're getting. And if you want something to do something different, if what you're doing is working, either way, do it consistently. So I think the next step in everything that we've talked about here would be to track the progress and celebrate it. So you've talked about reflecting and looking back as to how far you've come and celebrating, you know, the progress towards it, because that encourages you to do more, does it not? Oh, yes, definitely. I have, when I reach a certain goal that I'm going to get, I'm giving myself a pedicure. I'm going to get a really nice pedicure. That will make me feel good, you know, and then when I achieve, I have rewards that I give to myself after I achieve a goal. And sometimes I'll, woohoo, I'll do a happy dance. I'll feel it before I move on to the next goal because it's, I feel it is rewarding to be proud of yourself. You know, I set this goal. And I achieved it. It might not have come the way I thought it did, but the steps to get it are what I did. So it's going to make me excited to do these steps again to achieve more because that's what we all want. We all want to grow. Hmm, I agree completely. Yes, I re- that reminds me of um, <laughs> I was putting off this project of decluttering my house. I had so much stuff. The kids, the girls had moved away and it was just my son at home. And it was like, man, there's so many things that need to go here. And I, I thought about, you know, taking the time to package it up and donate it. 
And then I realized that I could actually motivate myself and this could become a non-negotiable for me if I were to pull it all together and have a garage sale, which I really didn't want to do because I really wanted a Dyson vacuum. (laughs) And even though I could have gone and bought a Dyson vacuum, I told myself, until you declutter and you have to declutter and you're going to make the money and you're going to go buy a Dyson. And I'm telling you, that was so motivating for me. And I was like, I pulled it all out. I put it right in the middle of my kitchen. I pulled out stuff from closets and I was like, well, now there's no going back. I either have to put it back in the closets or I have to put it out in the garage to actually host a garage sale. And I did it. And I'll tell you, I was so proud of myself when I went and bought that Dyson. And every time I use that Dyson, it reminds me, you can do anything you put your mind to. You just have to decide and then you have to show up and you have to do it. And then you get the reward. (laughs) I can see you as the woman in that commercial who's actually truly smiling as she vacuums. (laughs) That's awesome, Corey. And truthfully, I'm like that. It's so weird. My kids are like, mom, you're so weird about the floors. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like clean floors. And now I have my Dyson and it helps me. And by the way, I'm not paid by Dyson to promote this. I just genuinely like it. (laughs) All right. And then the last step, of course, is I guess it's not a step, but you're celebrating the progress, but you are going to get where you want to go. You just got to show up consistently. So make sure and take those steps, show up for yourself, make it non-negotiable, celebrate the heck out of it, and you'll get there. And and you'll love the journey actually as you're doing it. So thank you for sharing this conversation. Is there anything else that you wanted to add, Monica, before I ask you the three closing questions? Well, just reflect. If you have a 90-day goal, reflect maybe in the middle look at how far you've come and at the end reflect and and journal it and you know you can add other steps you know just be proud of yourself that these are fantastic steps Corliss yes and that's about enjoying the journey we we want you to have fun and enjoy your journey as you're doing it not so much have to's have to's have to's but recognizing and having faith that if you consistently show up and you enjoy it and you practice it and you set goals and you you track yourself towards it and you show up for it ultimately you're going to enjoy the journey but you're also going to like have faith and believe 100% that you will get exactly what that goal is that you set so well done thanks for sharing this now if people want to connect with you, where can they reach you? They can reach me on Facebook. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to um, put that link in in the show notes, so no problem. So I will uh, I will stick that in there. So anybody wants to connect with you on Facebook, I'll, I'll put your profile in there. Now the three closing questions. What does leadership mean to you? I thought about that. I heard you, I hear you ask your guests after and To me, leadership means to me being unique, being myself, leading from my heart, which means moving forward with with my heart, and of course, being consistent. I have been a leader in network groups and follow instructions, which is what, you know, that kind of leadership is. But uh, for me, being a leader, I've always wanted to be a leader. And I know I'm a leader because I show up consistently. When people meet me, they will all look the same. I'll sound the same. I'll act the same. And leadership is consistency. Leadership is being your true, unique self. 
Beautiful. I love that too. Couldn't agree more. Now, a book or a podcast that you want to recommend um, is, I think that's important because we want to leave people with resources. So is there a book or a podcast that's either been a game changer for you or is really supporting you right now? I have started listening to a few podcasts. However, there's a book that surprisingly I come back to, and it's James Clear Atomic Habits. Habits that happen automatically, and I probably resonate with that a lot because of consistency. It's it's things that we do regularly, and it, it was really profound to me. It's a very, very easy read. I felt empowered after I read it. It's inclusive to how I feel. It offers different suggestions. I really, really love that book, James Clear Atomic Habits. Awesome. I've actually read that book myself. It's on my bookshelf right here in my office with me right now as we speak. And very much, um, it very much aligns with our conversation today. So as a follow-up tool, I think that's a great recommendation. Now, the final, final closing question that I always ask all of my guests, and it's a big one. If you were to leave the world with one piece of advice based on all of the highs and all of the lows and everything that you've been through in your life, what would you want to leave them with? Definitely go all in. You never know what you're made of until you take that jump to doing something that you've never done before. What a great final thought. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to share this space with you, Monica. Thank you, Corliss. This has been such a positive and enriching experience for me. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.